Which got me into a little bit of trouble. That's not even funny. Can't believe we, we came up with a whole episode, pretty much. I'd be like, alright, I got ten minutes. And I'd run to the computer, fucking pull my pants down. The fire is dying. I can't even say it. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Mr. Yorick! Mr. Yorick! Welcome to the But You're Wrong podcast. I'm Greg DiNicola. I'm Keith Fudela. We now join the But You're Wrong podcast already in progress. Uh, so to Greg, to, to Greg Day. <laughs> uh, today, Craig. Yeah. Uh, I want to revisit something. Um, that has taken an amazing turn, and it's something that you brought to us way back when. Really? Like, uh, I think it's episode five. Okay. Um, let's see. Let me let me see here. Let me go to uh, scrupulousproductions.com. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> let me go to that, to our website here. Uh, I mean, I've got to put you wrong. Uh, so nice that, that our website is hosted on there. Yeah, no, I. Uh, okay, nice so it. let's see. Episode three: Gra- Grandparents and the Diving Horse. Another red letter episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, episode seven was the first Jonathan Lee Riches. Wow, God, we've been with him a while. Oh, maybe it's not in the first ten. I thought it was in the first ten, unless it's episode nine. Let's see. Oh, yep, episode nine. The boy that didn't almost save Lincoln. Oh, okay. Andrew Basagio or Basagio? Basagio? Yes. B a s i a g o. Basagio. Uh, Basaggio, uh, for those that don't recall, claimed that he was a time traveler, um, part of a, of a DARPA program called Project Pegasus, time traveled back to the Civil War days, saw the assassination of Lincoln, but didn't do anything about it, because why would he? Um, and, uh, oh, yeah. I was involved in teleportation kid. and stuff. Yes. Um, so, speaking of that, Greg, um, I know that a few episodes ago, we or several episodes ago, we kind of had an episode titled All Aboard the Trump Train, and we were like, you know what, Trump presidency, we're all on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's, I mean, mainly for the comedy. For the comedy, absolutely. Uh, mainly for the comedy, but we were like, we're all aboard the Trump Train, we want him to be president. But there's a new contender in the race, Greg. Andrew. Uh, Biagio? Biagio. Biagio. or whatever. Andrew. Andrew is on the, is running. The time-traveling Project Pegasus operative um, is running for president, and I think we should support him. Holy crap. Wow, this is that's weird that this came back. I so, know, I I recognized the name as I was reading it in some of the in some of it and I was like, "What the fuck?" So, where did you see this? Um, it was actually in an article. I used to subscribe to Esquire 
And uh, there was an article. I still get like their e- their newsletter to promote their website, or you know, semi weekly email. And they yeah. were like time traveling president, and I was like, "Fucking time traveling president, count me in." Right. So I click on it, and then I'm reading, and I was like, "Wait a minute, we know this fucking guy. We talked about him years ago, and now yeah. he's running for president." Wow. It's weird that this person's even still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, considering how many secrets he knows. It's right. amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is being so fucking insane. Now, here's the thing. I was like, all right, so this guy that we talked about all these years ago is now running for president. Is there a chance that it's all like a big hoax? And that this guy doesn't actually exist. But if you search for him on YouTube and search for him in other places on the internet, but mainly YouTube, like you can see video of him talking about this. Like it's not like they went to like a stock image thing and yeah. took an old guy. Like there are, there's video of him talking. And talking about Project Pegasus, teleportation, Mars, everything. Oh, man. So he's, like, public, this yeah. guy. So here's the thing. If he... If this is a hoax, and this guy doesn't actually think these things, it's like a hoax on many, many levels. Yeah. Like, he's deep into it. That's how many people believe him. Wow. Uh, so so is he going to be on the ballot anywhere? Uh, so here's the thing. He is, I guess, allegedly on the ballot in a couple places, I think. Yeah. Um, but the, he's mainly going to be like a write-in, uh, like a write-in candidate. Um, really? You can go – here's the thing. You can go and support him. Uh, if you go to andy2016.com, because he Andy. knows that if he knows that nobody knows how to spell his last name, yeah, um, so he's not going to be like Andrew Basagio 2016 or andrewbasagio.com or whatever. Like he's just going to be like Andy 2016. Just find me there. Oh man, I'm on you, Andrew D. Basagio. Basagio. Is that is it Basagio? Oh, wait. Uh, Basagio. But, man, that's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so here's the thing. So uh, let's see. Taking my official campaign portrait. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Look at them. Now, hang on. Don't read any of the proposals. Okay. Don't go into the All proposals because right. I have those. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, fortunately, fully 43 of the 50 states permit write-in votes to be cast in the seven states that do not Arkansas, Hawaii, Louisiana, Mississippi, Nevada, Oklahoma, and South Dakota have such small populations that they yield few electoral votes. Let us use my write-in candidacy in 2016 to hand a historic defeat to the two major parties and their corrupt candidates. So I guess he's not actually in the ballot, but it says that he submitted forms. Oh, okay. So... Uh, but when Andy 2016 investigated access to the 2016 presidential ballot nationally, that is what we found. 
What is what they find? I, I don't know. Uh, acquiring <laughs> ballot access in the 50 states now requires approximately $5 billion. Yeah. Well. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't do it on my own. Blah, blah, blah. Time travel. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. <laughs> You can do- donate to his campaign, too. I saw that. I saw that you can donate. I was trying to find a way earlier today to see if I could, like, email him and be like, do you want to be on a podcast? <laughs> Dude. But there's no there's no link. There's, like, there's no link to be Oh, like, to, like, contact us? Or... Yeah, no link to be like, hey, and I didn't do enough research, but I would love to have this guy on, like... And be like, will you please come talk to us? Like, I dude, just... I'm, I'm looking at the page right now for the donations, and it's like select the number that you want to donate. And I think it's yeah, so it's like twenty five fifty. It's like all the way up to twenty seven hundred, which I think is like the most you can give it any one time to mm. a political candidate. Man, this is yeah, this is like legit here. Yeah, like I, I, I tried to like search him and try to find like somebody be like, no, he's full of shit. Like he was made by these marketers or something. But he's not promoting anything that like would be pers- purchasable. Yeah, purchasable. Like so, it's not like he's like I, I don't know. I well, he's got to be a real guy. Be, and he's it on would YouTube. Still be a scam though, because they're asking for donations unless. They don't actually charge your credit card, right? But, but this guy has been doing it for so long. I don't think it's like a scam. Like I think if he, if this guy does not actually believe what he's saying, I think he's doing it just for the like, just for shits and giggles. Like he didn't, yeah. he wasn't doing like, it for a scam. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I I'm bored. <laughs> like, I haven't like, done anything that weird in a while. Yeah, he's like, I'm home collecting disability. So, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just tell people that I, I teleported and I saw Lincoln get shot. Yeah. Maybe. I don't like, know. it and sounds then, like something we would do. everyone loves, like, people with, like, conspiracy theories and oh, shit, yeah. too. It sounds like something we would do, just for the fuck of it. And be like, you know what? For the show, let's do this. Oh, exactly. Or it's maybe, just like... Maybe it's more something I would do, since I've catfished people and... Other shit, yeah. but you know, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. it sounds like an idea we would come up with. I, I agree. Um, so first off, I want to point out that his slogan is a time for truth. Okay, you know, is that the, like from anything? From no, because of the time travel thing. Oh, like because his claim to true. fame is oh, like time oh, travel. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, I time travel. <laughs> um. So he has on his website a list of proposals, and he has a hundred of them. And some of them are pretty, like, normal. Like, these are, like, I guess they're basically, like, platforms, you know, and he writes a little blurb about each thing. Um, Some of them are pretty, you know, self-explanatory and somewhat reasonable. Um, Intelligence reform, um, pardoning Snowden... I mean, that's a little controversial, but, you know, some people support that, so. Uh, reinvestigate yeah. 9-11, which has been in the news, because they think that there was more of a, a Saudi connection. Yeah, yeah. Um, government abolition, freeing the, the, the slaves of the world. <laughs> Banking okay. reform. Uh, ending the police state. 
um, ending homelessness, ending hunger, making sure that there are equal rights for women, um, making amends with the Native Americans. Homelessness and end hunger. Okay. Yeah, and he wants a more defensive defense policy. A more defensive defense. Okay. So his his thinking is that we don't go to them. We just let them come to us and then take care of the problem then, I think is what he was going for. Yeah, that's supposedly Japan's plan. Uh, But then there are other ones that he comes up with, which are a little bit weirder. Okay. Um, Let's see. Where do I want to start? Well, let's just start here. Okay. Uh, Actually, there's one I want to find. Uh, let's see. So then he gets a little more whatever. You know, he wants to uh, – banning fracking is environmentally unsound. Okay. He talks about fracking. Okay, whatever. Um, banning aspartame as a toxic substance. The president should remove the toxic chemical aspartame from our food. This poison has brought more complaints to the FDA than any other additive. Aspartame precipitates diabetes – Keeps blood sugar out of control, destroys the optic nerve, can cancel diabetics to go. Oh, sorry, can cause diabetics. I don't know where I cancel from. Can <laughs> cause diabetics to go into convulsions and interacts negatively with insulin. In the human bloodstream, aspartame breaks down into methyl alcohol, formaldehyde, formic acid, and a long list of other toxins, including. I'm not even going to pronounce that. A brain tumor agent. Wow. Decatope. Piperazine. Oh. Uh, Aspartame never should have been approved by the FDA and should now be banned. Okay. Uh, Okay. I mean, sure. Well, you know, that's fine. That's totally... I think everything's. I'm not so sure it's the president's job to uh, be banning certain things, but, you know, okay, okay. Um, so let's see, uh, let's see, creating an internet court. In the last 20 years, the internet has become the principal form of American society. It needs, however, to be governed. The internet is both a domain of lawlessness, where defamation and copyright infringement are commonplace, and as the Edward Snowden case has shown, a domain of covert surveillance of citizens by the U.S. government, where warrantless searches and privacy invasions abound. We should create a federal internet court that will be the body that resolves online disputes and grants or denies warrants to perform internet surveillance. Mm. Okay. That's not bad. That's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not so sure that, uh, you know, I'm not everyone's going to agree with doing that, but, you know, I can see... It's not a bad idea. There's nothing here... a real idea. There's nothing here to make me be like, this guy's not a candidate for me to consider. Like, I'm out. Um, Establishing a free federal wireless network. During the past 20 years, the internet has become the central communications technology of American society, one that operates around the clock throughout the country. Yet the nation still lacks a wireless network that provides universal 24-hour coverage, unlimited by region of the country. In their internet access, Americans are still vulnerable to the vagaries of their internet service providers. Uh, The next administration should establish a free national wireless network, one that works anywhere, at any time, but that is free from eavesdropping by the NSA. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, how, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Um, then it kind of gets weird. The president should ask the Office of Technology Assessment to investigate technical, de- yeah, technical decline in the computer and software fields. For example, why Microsoft, after perfecting Word in its 2003 version, substituted it with a far inferior version in Word 2007? And why Toshiba has introduced PCs with faulty basic functions, like copy-paste that has copy functions that collapse while paste is being attempted. No, 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 this is not real. <laughs> is, there, man, is there a plot to make computer use in the U.S. slower, less functional, more cumbersome, less efficient? Which I think is the same as less functional. <laughs> right. More time-consuming, less productive, and more aggravating? That is what we have seen. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, so, all right, let's see. You still with me here? All right. Uh, I'm not going to read the title to this this proposal. Uh, President Kennedy once observed that the human mind is the ultimate resource. I should have done a JFK impression. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I should. I, don't do even I should I do it before do. the bullet. Um, oh, oh, wait, oh, wait, you got that. <laughs> um, the human mind is the ultimate resource. Uh, the most essential nu- nutrient for fo- fostering human intellectual performance is the protein found in egg whites, albumin. National literacy rates are directly correlated with national rates of daily per capita egg consumption. (laughs) The president should launch a global development initiative based on promoting the production and consumption of eggs. The goal should be one egg per person per day. In this way, we will promote global development at the most fundamental level, individual mental performance. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Wow, I've never heard of anything like that. <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> I've never I don't think I've ever heard of someone like come up with such a weird theory. <laughs> so basically we want to eat eggs to make our brains better. That like he wants he wants the president to make sure everyone eats one egg a day so that we read better. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. Uh, that is like the craziest thing I've ever heard. Okay, continue. Dude, dude just wait. Uh, <laughs> protecting the human beings of the sea. Recently, India declared that dolphins are non-human persons and banned public shows involving dolphins. I have long held that what might be described as the humanity of dolphins be recognized under international law. Uh, there is much that we can do in this regard. Like India, the U.S. can ban shows in which dolphins are exploited. The president, as commander-in-chief, can order the United States Navy to halt all oceanic technical activities that kill, injure, torture, or use dolphins as weapons of war. 
Here's the best part. The U.S. can boycott Japanese car sales until Japan stops the inhumane practice of killing dolphins. Oh, oh, we're just going to stop buying Japanese cars. Okay. Let's just stop banning Japanese cars. Stop buying... God, they make all of our cars. Jesus. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, let's see. This is a good one. Legalizing cannabis and hemp for medicine and fiber. Cannabis is a miracle herb that can cure numerous maladies. Hemp is a miracle fiber that has many industrial uses. The president should decriminalize marijuana in all of its uses. It is a sacrilege that more than 25,000 American citizens are imprisoned in cages like animals for consuming or marketing the natural. So far, so good, right? Like, not too bad. God-given herb. All right. Cannabis that the father of our country, President George Washington, regularly smoked. Enough is enough. Marijuana should be decriminalized and the president should sponsor a national marijuana initiative to take advantage of the medical and industrial uses of this herb. Uh, Okay. Restoring the dignity of the presidency. Well, I don't know how that's going to (laughs) work. When one considers the great men who have served as president, including Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, the Roosevelts, Kennedy, and Reagan, one is struck by the dignity that can be brought to the presidency. Presidents Clinton and Obama diminish this dignity by appearing on late-night talk shows as if comedian-in-chief... Oh, I see what he did there. The next president should reestablish the dignity of the presidency. The president is a public servant, not a celebrity, and the cult of personality cult of personality uh, that Great now job. surrounds the president is not a good thing. Let adva- uh, let the president in advance. Huh? E- events? 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 E V I N C E. I've never seen that word in my life. Events? Events? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the dignity that his high office deserves. Okay. All right. That's. I mean. I mean, it's a bad joke, and he left out Bush, but whatever. Yeah, you tell me, Bush. Bush went on fucking late night. Oh yeah. I know he did. Uh, oh, here's one that we can get behind, though. This makes sense. This makes sense. Um, it's a very popular thing right now in the news with Target and everything, opposing the transhumanist agenda. Uh. You're like, okay, transgender stuff, it's very popular right now, I understand it. That's what you would think, right? Right. No. Human life is sacred. It should not be enslaved, sullied, or suppressed by any of the technologies associated with the transhumanist agenda, including artificial intelligence, cloning, genetic engineering, microchipping, robotics, and surveillance. America should lead the world in fostering humane precepts that manage the transition to a more technically advanced society without debasing the sanctity, dignity, and individuality of humans, these should include laws protecting the human rights of clones and banning the microchipping of humans. Wow, that is not where I thought that was going to <laughs> no. go at all. Uh, 
the uh, uh, there's one where he comes up with the word diabesity. Ooh. The greatest public health threat in America is diabesity. The connection between diabetes, uh, obesity, and heart disease. We must address it through legislation that is would he, end is the he trying to... sugar subsidy, uh, ban high fructose corn syrup, target the glycemic contents of food, uh, require glycemic index labeling on all groceries, and mandating low glycemic food choices at fast food restaurants. The majority of adults in America are obese, and only one in two Americans with type 2 diabetes is detected. If we don't do this, yeah, then diabetes will undermine our Diabetes. Combining diabetes and obesity. Diabetes. Wow. Mm. Um, oh, boy. We're back to this again. Since the 1950s, fluoride has been placed in most oh, U.S. No, drinking no, water. Not the fluoride thing. <laughs> Despite the fact that the evidence against ingesting fluoride is quite strong, fluoride is, is considered a hazardous waste by the EPA. It is the active ingredient in Prozac and rat poison. The Nazis... <laughs> Wait, this is, Prozac and rat, and rat poison, poison have the same active ingredient. <laughs> Apparently so. According to Andy2016 here. That's what uh, I just learned. The Nazis, the Nazis. Oh, here we go. Used it to sedate prisoners in concentration camps. Its effects include calcifying the penal gland, <laughs> penal oh. gland thereby blocking the third eye, which is believed to be the source of human intuition. Oh, we should ban fluoride from our public water supplies to prevent the negative public health effects of this established toxin. Oh. So, okay. So he's a little crazy right now. A little? <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. The chemtrail program was the brainchild of Dr. Edward Teller. Teller advised that if we sprayed aluminum and barium oxides in the upper atmosphere, this would enhance the albedo effect. The reflectance of solar radiation back into space from clouds, snow, and sand. This, he hoped, would stem global warming which by stopping the Gulf Stream may threaten us with a new ice age. The chemtrails, however, have led to widespread wet respiratory distress. The president should end chemtrail spraying by U.S. agencies by executive order and pursue technical innovation to end global warming. Okay. Yeah, so, okay, so maybe a little... Um, <laughs> a little weird? Okay, so here's something. This isn't bad. Uh, ending the predatory practices of banks. God. Uh, no, this this one's fine. This one's completely fine. Uh, during the crisis of 20, 2008, the American people bailed out and saved America's biggest banks, the too big to fail institutions, received $700 billion from the taxpayers and $16 trillion, blah, blah, blah. We avoid... Avoided the bank closures of the Great Depression. Three of the four largest banks are 80% bigger today than before we bailed them out to protect everyday Americans. The banks must now be prohibited from charging exorbitant fees for overdrafts and other predatory practices. See, totally fine. Okay, yeah. Totally fine. That's fine. Um, this one's not bad. I, I mean, I don't know if this is true. I've never heard of this before. But um, searching for the missing trillions. On September 10th, 2001, the day before 9-11, in case you oh, guys boy. forgot, then-Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld held a press conference and announced that $2.3 trillion was missing from the Pentagon budget. 
Do you have any idea, like, memory of this? No. Okay. The missile, 2.3 trillion? 2.3 trillion. I feel like we would have heard about that. The missile that struck the Pentagon the next day, 9-11, yeah. then destroyed the Naval Intelligence Unit that was investigating what happened to this vast sum. Why was the Navy investigating? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Presidents Bush and Obama failed subsequently to inform the American people what happened to these funds. This was real money. Two point three trillion is two comma three zero zero comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero zero zero. I think that's right. <laughs> he actually writes that out. That's why I said it like that. He writes wow. writes that out so everybody knows. The president should launch a search for this money that belongs to the American people. Um, search so- for the money. Even if this whole thing was real, it's spent. It's gone. It's yeah, it's gone. But like, okay, so. Supposedly, I guess the whole thing like fell off, you know, fell off somebody's desk because a bomb, like a missile, struck the building, and then everybody was like, "Who cares about two point three trillion dollars?" And they didn't just reassign it to another set of people. Yeah, yeah, no, they just totally forgot about it. Yeah, they weren't like, "Hey, Mike, Mike, you busy? No, I got some time. You want to investigate where this two point three trillion dollars went? Two point three trillion dollars. You sure you want to give it to me? Yeah. Well, the other guys died the other day. You know, nine eleven. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll I'll t- I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, where's there, there's another good one here? I want to get to before we get to the real good stuff. <laughs> We're not even in the good. We're stuff We're not at yet. the good stuff yet. Um, investing in smart filter technology. In an age of terrorism, Greg, yeah. we need the TSA to protect the flying public. The TSA screening process, however, has been fraught with abuse. Widespread searches are performed without probable cause. Full body scans are being performed. Racial profiling is being done on the basis of things like surname. That's, that's the last name for people who don't. For, yeah, for the layperson. Yeah. <laughs> smart filter technology exists. Now, do you know what smart, smart filter technology is? Because I didn't. Uh, no, I, I don't know what he's referencing. Okay, smart filter technology exists that would permit the TSA to breath analyze arriving passengers to determine whether they are telling the truth about relevant subjects, like what country they have just been in. The president should fund smart filter technology to streamline the TSA screening process. Do you know that's possible? Um, a, no, no, I had no idea that that was possible. I'm also not sure how that's less invasive than going through a body scan. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> uh, okay. So you want to get weird? Yeah. All right. Out with mainstream media, in with alternative media. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're assuming? What do you think is about to happen? What do you think I'm about to read? Um, About how... I would say about how all the major networks are all owned by corporations that are funding the politicians and about how we need mm-hmm. to go to like independent journalism and stuff because mm-hmm. they give us the real truth and it's mostly conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the mainstream media is incompetent in its reporting about the president and true history in general. In 2011, I revealed that President Obama 
was a participant in the Mars Jump Room program and that we had three fellow participants available to be interviewed about this fact. Yet, in the last five years of the Obama presidency, not a single member of the mainstream media sought to interview any of us who had served in the Mars Jump Room program about Obama's involvement. True history was lost. Do you understand that, Greg? True history was lost. As president, I will work through the alternative media to communicate with the American people. Wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy's <is> crazy. <laughs> and you thought he was crazy at the egg thing. Yeah, wow. No, like, this is even crazier than that. Wow. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's another good it's one. It's so detailed, too. That's <laughs> like what's the amazing thing. It's like it reminds me of uh, the first Terminator when he's like he's talking about uh, Kai, uh, Reese. Yeah, he's like he's like I mean mo- he's like most of these delusional fantasies are detailed, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> like exactly like that. It's like wow, he really gets to the nitty gritty of the insanity. <laughs> he thought of everything. He's really worked up on this. Um, fortifying our space-based defenses. Oh, uh, yeah. Space space is the destiny of the human race. Our presence okay. in space may also be necessary to achieve the survival of our civilization. In his, excuse me. In his book, The Mars Mystery, Graham Hancock describes how Mars and Earth were hit by space debris 11,500 years ago. Mars was fractured and shaped into a sphere more oblate oblate than Earth. Whatever. (laughs) On Earth, the great maritime civilization that built the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx was devastated. This debris may return. Well, it's already on Earth. It's still here. <laughs> it, no, no, no. He got up and left. <laughs> hey, where are like, you oh, going? I'm done. You, you piece of shit. You fell. You broke the nose off the statue thing, and now you're leaving again. <laughs> Fuck you. See you later. I'll be back. Uh, the president should restore America's space, sp- space flight capability. And do so in a way that is more versatile and cost-effective than the space shuttle program. See, he brings you in at the end. Like, he's like, Mars is <laughs> fractured, pyramids, whatever. And you're like, oh my god. And then he's like, look, I just want him to do it in a way that's more versatile and cost-effective than the space shuttle program. And you're like, yeah, that was a pretty fucked up program. They, didn't do it on that. <laughs> they should save some money. Yeah, they, that would be really, really good. Uh, let's see. What's the, uh... It's kind of genius in that way. Cold fusion. Oh, yeah. As the new source of affordable, clean, green energy. Undoubtedly, if America were to find a single new energy source on Tinder, uh, then the best possibility would be cold fusion. Cold fusion energy. Ooh, wait, was that Tinder reference actually the thing? (laughs) No, that's not in there. Oh, okay. That was me, sorry. Uh, let's see, is based, cold fusion energy production is based on condensed matter nuclear science, also called low energy nuclear reactions. 
1989, Pons and Fleischman first achieved this phenomenon. Uh, now the world is preparing for its integration into society. Humanity is at a crossroads <laughs> whereby this form of energy production is on the brink of commercialization. America should lead the world in code fusion research and development in its search for affordable, clean, green energy. So, yeah, you know, cold fusion, which doesn't actually exist. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, unless I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Does cold fusion? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think it does. I'm, I'm like 100% sure that nobody's ever cracked Cold Fusion, and that was the whole move, the point of, like, the Saint movie with uh, Val Kilmer. Oh, was it? And oh, that, I, I don't and think that I saw the Fox, Saint. who I think was Maria Bello. I don't know. Anyway. Is uh, it the Fox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's freaking looking. All right. She's pretty, pretty, pretty good looking. Maria Bello? Yeah. I'll look her up. We've talked about her before. And she's especially good in the scene in 97. Oh, no. You know who it is? Even better looking for sure. Okay. Elizabeth Shue. No, it's not. It's totally Elizabeth Shue. Mad about Shue? <laughs> Mad about Shue, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue and Val Kilmer in the Saint, and it was something about cold fusion. He was trying to, like, there was uh, something, it all had to do with, like, a Russian formula for cold fusion. Just yeah. trust me on that. Alright. Um, okay, she was also so, in Hollow Man. Uh, yeah, she was. Yeah. Okay. Um, securing the U.S. grid from an EMP event. Ooh. Hurt, yep. Uh, whether natural in origin or the result of an attack by a foreign power or terrorist group, an electromagnetic <laughs> pulse event could knock out America's power grid and return us suddenly to a 1776 level of existence. Wow. Way to pick a date. The result, resulting disaster could last four to five years. That's not so bad. Nah, I'd be Having okay fun. With that. It would cost only $2 billion. That's it? That's less than the missing $2.3 trillion. Yeah, I mean, geez, we could have done it a hundred times. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Not to fix the disaster, to prevent the disaster. It would only cost $2 billion, however, to retrofit the American power grid to protect us from such an event. This is a small price to pay to prevent a national catastrophe of this magnitude. The president should allocate $2 billion from the U.S. defense budget to secure the American power grid from an EMP event. Huh. Now, Greg, what do you know about EMPs? Um, I, I, I've seen them in movies. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know if they're real. Um, so I believe they are real. Okay. They, they can happen, but it involves setting off a nuclear bomb. Mm. So really, if a nuclear bomb goes off, power grid is the least of our concerns. Yeah. It's not yeah, like that's fucking probably true. Ocean's Eleven. Was it Ocean's Eleven or Twelve? I think it was Eleven. Uh, it was Eleven. It was, yeah, it was the first one. Yeah, where they where they set up. No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Were they it doing was, the EMP? They were, they were in the... They were in the... Uh, 
the arena watching the boxing match and the lights went out. Oh yeah, okay. Um, so the it, it's not like that. There's not like oh we need an EMP. Like there's no just device that does that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, unless I guess if, say you were not to whole grid out by doing it like in one or two places, like it would suck. Like still, like you wouldn't get blown up by the bomb, but you'd be stuck without power. That would suck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But anyways. Okay. Disclosing secret advanced technologies. Mm. For 70 years, the U.S. government has been concealing advanced technologies because they might be socially, economically, or technically disruptive in nature. These technologies include the teleportation technology developed by DARPA's Project Pegasus. They may oh, also include cures, cancer cures. The government should begin to begin a program to declassify and deploy this knowledge. The standard of technical disclosure should be what provides the people the best available technology. This will enable the United States to reclaim its mantle as the world's catalyst of applied science. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, you gotta, like, put aside the, the, the references that he makes to things that you'd have no idea <laughs> yeah. what they are. Uh, well, continuing in that tradition, uh, disclosing America's time travel technologies. DARPA's Project Pegasus developed eight modalities of time travel by 1970. Only to keep, <laughs> keep this great technical feat of our nation, the advent of time travel, secret from the American people. Modalities is a great word, by the way. Yeah, that is a good word. Kudos for that one. Uh, teleportation was kept secret as a weapon that would allow battlefronts to be stormed without casualties. Chronovision, or chronovision, mm. was kept secret as an intelligence gathering device that would allow for surveillance of past and future events. Well, if you need to surveil future events, you don't really need to <laughs> surveil past events because you already know the. Ah, you know what? Don't worry. You already know. You already. You already aware of what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I've gone cross-eyed. Um, only by disclosing its time travel technologies can America unleash the potential that these technologies have to advantage humanity in the 21st century. Oof. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't want to read that one yet. Uh, revealing the ET presence on Earth. Oh, yeah. The right to know the true nature. I'm sorry. The right to know the true natural history of the cosmos that we inhabit is the common heritage of humankind. However, concealment by the U.S. government of the extraterrestrial situation has come to symbolize how the U.S. government conceals the truth from the American people. The president should end the E.T. cover-up in a live, televised address to the American people that would include the number and types of E.T. species visiting Earth. The hidden history of U.S. government interaction with the E.T. visitors and the nature and extent of the E.T. human liaison projects that resulted from contact. 
Wow. Right? That sounds like, um, yeah. It's like men in black shit. Like, there's all, like, the different races that come and go. And yeah. Huh. Yeah, I wonder what the races are. Um, I do like how they call it the extraterrestrial situation, because that makes me think of Pulp Fiction and the Bonnie situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see a sign outside of my house that says, Dead E.T. Storage? <laughs> <laughs> do you see a sign outside my house that says, Dead E.T. Storage? No, you know I didn't see it. No, because storing dead ETs ain't my fucking problem. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, disclosing the atomic bomb ET connection. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay, uh, so ex- he's, like, he's like basically the uh, ancient aliens, like we got our technology well, yeah. from aliens. Well, a little bit, because the thing is, like, he wants us to know about the ETs on Earth. Um, and then, at first you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's numbers and types of ET species on the planet. Well, how do they find us? Yeah. Well, here we go. The explosion of atomic bombs represents a kind of cosmic folly. When an atomic bomb is exploded, the physical substrates of the cosmos are destroyed, creating a tear in the fabric of time-space. From the perspective of E.T. civilizations, nothing could be worse for a planetary civilization to undertake. The president should disclose the fact that it was the advent of atomic explosions that caused the increase in visits to Earth by E.T.s after World War II, and that this has been known since 1947 when E.T. craft were seen recointering or atomic installations... In Washington State, New Mexico, and Tennessee. Wow. What the hell is recointer? <laughs> <laughs> a recont- recontering. I guess it's supposed to be like recon. Like the uh, for, for oh, reconnaissance. Like recontering. Yeah. I don't know. He does a, like, before he did a real, like, he would, like, ease you into, like, the president should do this. Here he just says, like, Fabric of space time. Oh yeah, no. He ET just, civilizations <laughs> would not like that. The president should do this. He no. He yeah. Uh, he gets right into the weeds. Yeah. Whew. Um. Wow. So okay. So now that we know why ET is drawn to us. Hmm. Now we need to look at what kinds of ETs there are, because you're like men in black type situations. What you're thinking, right? Yeah. Okay. Well. According to a space physics textbook, space physics textbook. (laughs) That's a great source there. (laughs) Hang on. Well, wait, wait, wait. Here's where it's used at. Used at the U.S. Air Force Academy in the 1970s. Oh, okay. 57 extraterrestrial species are visiting our planet. 57. 57. That's awfully specific. Yeah, 57. In a row? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Four ET species, the small greys, the tall greys, the reptilians, and the Nordics are known to be visiting our planet frequently. Wait. Do you remember that? Yes, that, oh my god, what was the, uh... It was the, it was the astronaut, I don't remember his name. Yes, yes, and one of them was, it was like the whites, the greys, 
I think it was the reptilians and the Nordics. But it was like the small greys and the tall greys. Tall greys, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Nordics was the thing too, I think. Yeah, I, I, Nordic sounds right, yeah. That's that's what struck me. Yeah. Wow, uh, that's so weird. Okay, yeah. so they, they must be part of the same Andy, group. Yeah, Andy's really tying the podcast together today. Wow, that's <laughs> like... I, did we connect like three episodes so far? That's weird. Um, we need to not only achieve transparency about the ET situation, but also to develop an ET contact policy that is subtle, nuanced, and recognizes that the ET species can reach us across interstellar space, but uh, that can reach us across interstellar space might include those that are benevolent, neutral, and hostile to our interests as Earthlings. So basically, he wants to form the Prime Directive. I mean... I, I, you know, I, it just, you know, sir, that will be a concern someday. That will be something that we have to decide. It's like, all right, listen, we're about to contact people. Like, how do we act? Should we be ready for them to, like, fuck with us? But I feel like this guy's, like, a thousand years early. Yeah, oh, yeah, this guy's <laughs> way early. Uh, well, but maybe not, though. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Disclosing secret space projects and off-planet treaties. In its enabling legislation of 1958, NASA was given as its primary mission fostering the expansion of human knowledge of space and the near-Earth environment. Yet, NASA has failed to implement that legislative mandate simultaneously a secret space program has emerged, not under NASA, but the CIA. Uh-huh. Their president should sponsor a generalized end to the truth embargo surrounding all U.S. activities in space. He should order NASA, the CIA, and other space ag- agencies to release all of the data that they have pertaining to secret space projects and declassifying all treaties made with off-world civilizations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting, no? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think people could handle it, but okay. All right. Here, well, here's another one that people can't handle. Mars has been visited by U.S. personnel for more than fifty years. Nice. <laughs> Yet. Yes. America's <laughs> presence on Mars. Presence on Mars remains shrouded in official secrecy, as opposed to unofficial secrecy. Yeah, right. The next president should appoint a special prosecutor to call Edwin Aldrin, Barack Obama, Regina Dugan, Richard Cheney, and other Mars insiders to testify under oath about the CIA's Mars Jump Room Program, the Mars Colony Corporation, and related matters. Simultaneously. And, like, you think it's crazy now? Wait for the next thing. Simultaneously, the president should seek a UN treaty protecting Mars' fragile ecology. (sighs) He is worried about global warming on Mars. Oh, yeah, well, you know. Uh, 
their fragile ecology and civilization from visitation, exploration, habitation, and colonization by Earthlings. So there's that. Uh huh. So we're on Mars, Greg. Did you know that? Apparently, but we gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta tread lightly. Yeah, we do have to tread lightly. But here's the next thing: disclosing the truth about NASA's lunar program. It was a great thing when, in 1961, President Kennedy set as our national space goal landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth. But the lunar program remains shrouded in a mystery that should not that it should not possess. Okay. The president should answer basic questions that the Americans have about NASA's lunar program. These questions include, did we land men on the moon, or were there lunar, lunar landings a hoax? And if so, why? Did extraterrestrials observe the lunar landing of July 20th, 1969? Did the astronauts find artifacts on the moon? Why, after going to the moon, did we not return to it? Well, that is a good question. Well, here's the thing, though. Think about what I just read before this one. Oh, oh, oh! Why have we not? Re- why have we not returned to the moon yet? We're oh, we're on Mars. Yeah. So why would we fake the moon landing if we've been going to Mars for fifty years? For fifty years. Like we're like you know what? Fuck the moon. We're just gonna go straight to Mars. <laughs> but 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 we should. Well, maybe to keep the people stupid. You know, to make them think we're only to the moon? Yeah, guys, we're only to the moon. It was really difficult. Yeah. They, so they fake that and then just go to Mars. Set up aliens. I mean, I'm just but thinking what he's saying. Aliens have known about us since World War II because of the atomic bombs and the Terran and the space-time continuum. Right. So chances are they did observe the lunar landing of July 20th, 1969 in that universe. Yeah. Right? So then, really, the only questions are like, did we find shit on the moon, and why did we not go back? But the why did we not go back is like, because we're on fucking Mars. Like, why do we need to well, go to the yeah, moon? Yeah, I mean, you've already given us the answer. There's nothing on the moon, but there's like strippers with three tits on Mars. That's true. So of course we're gonna and go there. Drivers. Fucking jackass. <laughs> Betty. Excuse me, sir, uh, Mr. President. Yeah, why did we not go back to the moon and we just stay on Mars? Three tits. Thank you, Mr. President. Like, what the, f- what the fuck? Um, let's see. Uh, there's another one here. Tom Bomb, Lunar Program, ET Contact, Person on the Moon. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we talked about the treaties. Uh, resolving basic cosmological mysteries. Okay. A true understanding of the cosmos that we inhabit is the common heritage of humankind. Yet fundamental cosmic controversies persist. The president should declare a new international geophysical year and appoint a blue ribbon commission with subpoena power to investigate and resolve basic Cosmological mysteries. Mm. (laughs) Okay. So they're investigating cosmological issues, but they have subpoena power. Why? Um. 
But, well, I... And what's a Blue Ribbon Commission, anyway? I don't know. I think that's just a fancy way of saying important people. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, These are the mysteries. These mysteries include whether the Earth is round or flat, (laughs) whether the Earth is solid or hollow... Oh, yeah, I've been wondering that one, actually. Whether NASA landed men on the moon or hoaxed the moon or landings. He's got a real hard on about that. Yeah, and whether does. the cosmos is natural and organic or artificial and holographic. Oh. Oh. So he's just... So it could be fake. Yeah. Hmm. Deep thoughts with Mr. Andrew Basaggio. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I would like to know. <laughs> is is what's up with the world? Is it, I mean, if know. it's holographic, I mean, it's like essentially we're living in the the matrix. Yeah. Is that he, he is he open to that possibility? I guess so. I, I here's the thing too. Um, he he has a hundred of these proposals, and we're obviously not reading all of them. No. Um, I found as many of the good ones as I could at work today. Um, making me think. So, what do you mean? No, I said they're making. Oh, me they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're very. They're very interesting. Mm. Um, so, I feel like some of them, though, he just watched movies and was like, "Hey, you know I, what? I got some Independence EMP. Day in there. Yeah, there's some Independence Day. There's there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, here's a good one: achieving transportation based, or I'm sorry. Achieving teleportation based transport. Teleportation based transport. That's what he's going for. Okay. Uh, when American presidents launch bold new development programs, great things happen. We saw this in Lincoln's founding of the land grant colleges. I Just like he saw Lincoln's head get blown away, apparently. Yeah, but- <laughs> Uh, Theodore Roosevelt's creation of the national parks and Eisenhower's sponsorship of federal highways mm. and Kennedy's lunar landing, which may or not be real. Like we're not. Oh, but, but now he's, yeah, he's now it's okay for it. Yeah. Oh, Cause it fits, it fits this story. It fits his, his proposal, uh, which gave birth to American agriculture, conservation, travel industry and space program respectively. We should do this again by declassifying the teleportation technology pioneered by Project Pegasus and setting as our national goal establishing global public teleportation. Mic drop. Okay. I mean, he's like uh, he's like Elon Musk, except Elon Musk wants a Hyperloop. This guy just wants teleportation. Yeah, he's just like I just want. He's like, I just want it. I just want teleportation. Like, yeah, guys, like, that's all I, I want. Too, dude. But did I? I actually I read a thing that they say teleportation is is could be real. The only problem is is that it's like when like all the like the atoms split up, like everything gets taken in pieces. Mm-hmm. That when it comes back, like on the other side, like is putting it back in order. They don't. They wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah, they wouldn't know how to. Like if you put sent a person, like it would all come out wrong. 
Yeah. But like the they could in theory they think that you could send the matter like through something. I Which mean, is weird. Yeah, so it'd be it, it, what they're saying is uh the fly is very likely. Yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of like that. <laughs> it's kind of like that, or they're just like, I don't know, just wind up as like a pile of goop. Yeah, you'd probably end up as a bunch of goop. Yeah. Is, is that a, that's a thing in Star Wars, right? Like, they fuck up the transporter, and it's just like a weird pile of shit or whatever. What? No, there's no teleporting in Star Wars. Oh, I'm sorry, Star Trek. Yeah, okay. Star Trek is women, yeah, yeah, and they're just like, oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah. Um... <laughs> All right, so this has been pretty weird stuff, right, Greg? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Most right. of it. Hang on. Oh, no. <laughs> I got two more to read. This one's the, probably the height of the of the craziness. Okay. Um, protecting the Sasquatch species. Oh, wait, you think this is crazier than alien shit? Dude, like... Odds are aliens exist. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You're saying the chance that aliens exist. Like him is just being like of Sasquatch. of Sasquatch. Like we have an infinite amount, infinite amount of space to search to find aliens. Yes. And just because we haven't found them yet, we've still no, searched no. like all over the place. I know. I know. But <laughs> like that I doesn't mean, mean we haven't. Like there's still. Mu- Many places we can search. Sasquatch, <laughs> we've pretty much covered all the land. Like, if there was a Sasquatch, unless there was one of him and he was like a thousand years old, there's not like a like a race of, of Yeti walking around. Like, we would have found uh, it at this point. No, so the, the foothills of Georgia, like they usually say? Yeah, like, if he was living in any of the places that they said... <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah. But if they were like, yeah, Strolling there's through a, suburban Atlanta. <laughs> there's just like there's a there's a, a Yeti in uh like the, the Yukon. I'd be like, okay, well nobody fucking lives in the Yukon in Canada. So maybe there is, like in this wooded area of the Yukon. I'd believe yeah. that. Okay. But there no, like he's like outside Seattle. No. There's no yeah. fucking Yeti in uh, over there. Uh Sasquatch exists. I know. This is terribly written. Like, this, these all had to be written by different people. Probably. Sasquatch exists. I know. I am I the know. I am the first presidential candidate since Theodore Roosevelt to declare publicly that I have encountered Sasquatch. We will have to cover that in a future yeah, episode. Yeah, I was going to say. There is kind of a story where he's kind of like, believes that it is, but Theodore Roosevelt was never like, I've seen Sasquatch. Um, yeah, well, he's a pragmatic man. Yeah. Uh, to declare publicly that I have encountered Sasquatch, TRs, you know, because they're friends. TRs encounter. Yeah, TR. <laughs> occurred with old, a Sasquatch. Old said. Yeah. <laughs> that old TR. I was on his Rough Riders. I'm really old. <laughs> oh, no, wait. I time traveled, so I'm really young, and I time traveled to be on the Rough yeah, Riders. Yeah, I came forward. Yeah. All of a sudden, I just appeared out of the crowd and was like, I'll follow you, TR. Up that and, stupid hill. And then Teddy looked at me weird and was like, fuck you. You get to carry my shit. Um, TR's encounter occurred when a Sasquatch was scared into his campsite one night when he was on his Great North American Ape Expedition. I think that part's <laughs> true. Um, I encountered an adult 
male Sasquatch and his young son. Who was, I feel like that is not an exact quote from Teddy Roosevelt. No, no. This is him speaking. Oh, about this is oh, him yeah. now. Okay, okay. No, he, he shifts. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, there's no way TR said this. Andy says, I encountered an adult male Sasquatch and his young son. Because um, his young son had the iPod in and wasn't listening yeah, to Yeah, he knew. Yeah, he was wearing yeah. a baseball cap. <laughs> and he was very rude. He did not respect his elders. No. Um, when I was he – was, he was wearing a T-shirt that said, the the Sasquatch, the legend. And the arrow was pointing to his dick. <laughs> it just said, <laughs> the Yeti, the legend. <laughs> The worst part was he wasn't wearing pants, and I knew he was telling the truth. <laughs> Kid had a fucking dog. It was covered in hair. Ugh. It was like what I imagined Chewbacca's dick to be like. <laughs> so it was all matted down. It was all just caked and cum. Oh, man. Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, uh, adult male Sasquatch <laughs> and his young son, when I was camping at Lake Sakandaga in the Adirondacks in 1966, okay. the Sasquatch have matrilineal DNA that is human and patrilineal DNA from an unknown primate. Oh, poor guy never knew his mom. He studied his DNA. Oh, no, wait. The dad would have to be human. The, the human? mom would have to be a primate, right? Probably. Well, yeah, I mean, humans are primates. No, but I mean, like, he's saying, like, unknown primate, like an actual, like, chimp. Like a chimp uh, and a human fucked. Right. So. Which happened. Uh, <laughs> right, but I'm saying the male. The, in order to produce a, a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. The male would have to be human, and the female would probably have to be like an ape. Okay. Because yeah, I think it's like the horse donkey thing, like the yeah, the horse donkey mule thing. Like you can, in order to make a donkey, the mother has to be a horse, and the the father has to be a, the mule. Yeah, because a mule couldn't give birth to the. To the donkey because it would—it's too big and it would like tear apart. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, that sounds about right. I think it's something like that. But that's anyway. how you have to do it, though, because two donkeys can't make a donkey, right? They're not I, like I can donkey. Uh, <laughs> I don't think donkeys, donkeys can. Yeah, donkeys might reproduce. actually be sterile. I think they are. Uh, I think it's like really weird dog breeds. Like you get to a certain point and like. Two, like, Chewinis don't make a fucking Chewini. You know what? Can you search this? Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. All right, let me finish this up. Uh, the president should protect the Sasquatch by putting them on the endangered species list. Okay. So right next to Panda and Elephant, it just says Sasquatch. Huh. Well, you know what's weird about it is, like, if... Why does it have to be on the endangered list? No one's killing them, because if they killed them, we'd 
find out about it. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are they endangered? It's just like, they're just, if any- <laughs> they're just hard to find, really. If like, anyone that's... had ever hunted one and killed it, like, I would know about it. But... Yeah, that's why we know, like, ball- that's why we know all of the animals exist, because we've tried to kill it before. Yeah. You're right, yeah. If they're just like, yeah, Sasquatch. I, I, They're endangered because we keep killing them. We'd be like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of Sasquatches around. Exactly. Sasquatch eye. I don't know. Uh, that's a really good point. <laughs> All right. Uh, admitting how the time travel... Or did you find out about the donkey yet, actually? Um... About the donkey? Sterile, not I'm sterile. on the t- uh, male donkey or ass is called a jack, a female, a jenny, or a genet. A young donkey is a foal. Jack donkeys are often used to mate with female horses to produce mules. The biological reciprocal. Oh, we had that backwards. Of a mule from a stallion and a jenny is a in its oh as its parents instead is called a henny. Oh, there is a henny? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. God damn, these are weird. So, okay, so... So, so, uh, donkey, so I, I had mule and donkey confused. So a donkey can have sex with a horse, and then that creates and a mule. And then that creates a mule, and the question then is, are mules sterile? I'll find out. Yep, most mules are sterile. Sterile hybrids are not species in their own right. Okay, that, yeah, cause that makes sense, because they, they have to be created. Man, mules are weird. Although I feel like they look more like horses than donkeys. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, okay, so here's the last one. Um, admitting how time travel affected the presidency. Oh, yeah. The time-space age began in 1970. When DARPA's Project Pegasus modified the Tesla teleporter so as to send the teleportee to a destination in the past or future. Uh-huh. At the time, the Bison government was against playing God and quantum engineering the future based on prior knowledge of it. However, one exception to this doctrine was made when it was decided that future presidents should be told of their presidencies. The president should ask Presidents Bush, Clinton, Bush, and Obama to tell the truth to the American people and admit that they were given foreknowledge of their presidencies. Uh-huh. Wow. Are you going to see my complaint with this? Uh... No, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, other than the obvious, like, what's your what's your complaint about it? Okay, so this guy believes that Bush, Clinton, Bush, and Obama all knew about the presidency beforehand. Right. So the question is, at what point were they notified of it? Because shouldn't this guy know at this point whether or not he becomes president? And then, like, isn't the whole thing mute? Moot. Moot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, 
Like I didn't think of that. So like so then Why is he running so, if he's like Well yeah, because obviously yeah. So by this logic, there's like a hundred percent chance according to this guy that, that he'll he's be, president. be president. Yeah, because he somebody must have told him that he'll become president. Yeah, because why else would he be running? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, so he really just discredits his entire premise of running. Yeah. So he either discredits it or makes you go, oh my god, this guy's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't tell if that's his strategy. To be like, <laughs> if you believe all of this, then you have to know I already know that I'm going to become president. Wow. That's really, that's weird. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> This guy is, he's a weird dude. Holy shit. It's so, it's so weird. And like, like I said, some of them aren't that crazy. Yeah. And like, some of them are kind of crazy. I, I left out this one. Uh, making your national park safe to visit the groundbreaking work of David Politis. Um, has established a disturbing pattern of unexplained disappearances of thousands of visitors to America's national parks and forests and BLM lands. I don't know what BLM is. Um, yeah, there is no database of those who have gone missing on federally managed lands. We should create a national publicly accessible database of such persons to make the government account for all missing persons and the circumstances under which they went missing on public lands and inform the public of the facts surrounding missing persons cases on public lands like you're like that's kind of crazy but <laughs> yeah like i didn't realize that was such a big issue <laughs> but at the same time you're like no you know what that might not be a bad thing to have well it's not like the worst idea ever i'm just not so sure it's needed <laughs> yeah but you're just like okay okay you know what that's not bad and then he's just like by the way sasquatch <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, i saw him and his thing. son they were fishing <laughs> they were in the canoe with big floppy hats on. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, this guy is pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I have not watched any YouTube videos with him, but I think that's the uh, next thing that I, I'm gonna do. Yeah, I think. Like, I'm gonna have to watch something with him. I hope. I hope he like. And he talks a crazy it. person. I, I want to see him like run around like the guy. <laughs> Like with the question mark suit? No, he's not like that energetic. Like he's legit. Serious. Oh, he's like, not just sitting there and be like. And then in 2011, this happened, and then this, and and I just want to know why oh. the government. Like I watched like a, a just a minute of it, and he was very normal. Like he was very just like here are the facts, ma'am. Oh, I wanted I want him to yeah I wanted him to be like that guy like running up the stairs of the Capitol building with a book like, in his yeah. hand. Two hundred five hundred dollars from the government right now. <laughs> I'll teach you how to get it. <laughs> You get this money for free! Free money! That, that guy needs to take, like, a Ritalin. That guy was amazing. <laughs> what that the hell is happening? That guy's still around. Is he? Yes, I'm pretty sure he Why is. Why did he have a question mark suit? <laughs> Let's see. Question infomercial guy. <laughs> like, what was the question? Matthew Lesko. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> He's an American author. 
serious. publications and infomercials on federal grant funding. He has written over 20 books instructing people how to get money from the United States government. Widely recognized for recording television commercials, infomercials, and interviews in colorful suits decorated with question marks. Let's go signature fashion also extends into his daily attire and transportation, earning him the nickname Question Mark Man. <laughs> What's the question? It should have dollar signs on it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, that guy was wild. I mean, that he was a staple of the TV in like the real early yeah. 90s. Uh, the last thing he published was in 2006. He, he, but he's not dead? No, he's still alive. Wow. He's still rocking and rolling. Yeah. He's 72. He's not even that old. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll put him on the Deadpool in a couple of years. Yeah. If, if you had asked me how old he was in, like, 1990, I would have been, like, 72. <laughs> you get free money. <laughs> I'll... I'll show you how to get it from the government. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I, that guy is now running for president, and I think he should be the official U.S. presidential candidate of But You're Wrong. Okay. He really, like, he ties all of it together. He does. He brings a lot of our themes and a lot of our episodes all yeah. back home. He has a very like Jonathan Lee Rich's feel to him in a couple of them. <laughs> he talks he about Sas- Sasquatch, moon landings, presence he, on Mars, aliens. How specific he is about things. Yeah. EMPs, yeah. fluoride, like just crazy psycho stuff. But brings together time travel, aliens, the, the small graves, the tall graves. <laughs> the, 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 you know, the. The, the, the grays. The, the, the dark grays. <laughs> the dark grays, the light grays. The whole lot of them. He's bringing it all together, for real. I like that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I, that's all I have on them. Like, well, you can go good. to go to andy2016.com and, uh, and just read more there. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't donate, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Read about him, but don't donate. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing also. I, I typed in his name and just searched hoax. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, hey, by the way, he's not a fucking time traveler. But nobody's like, this guy is just pranking all of us. Yeah. Like, he might um, actually believe all this shit. Here's a guy that... Oh. Here's a guy that thinks that he found out who John Titter was. Oh, John Titter. John Titter. Oh. Titor. Yeah, I remember that guy. Um, God, we love time travel, huh? I know. It's so, so There's much something wrong with us. I mean, I think John Titter was like episode two. Yeah, before. that was like a it long was it was like ago. way back, and then you brought up this guy like shortly thereafter. He popped up, I think, in one other episode because I was like, by the way, I was watching Jesse Ventura's Conspiracy Theory. And then the black woman went into a into a white windowless van with this weird old white dude that was like, there's a guy that says he time traveled, Andrew Bassagio. Andrew Bassagio? 
Yeah, he says he time traveled and saw Lincoln's assassination. Oh, this is interesting. It could be a real fact. And then I don't remember what happened. Ooh, were, were you trying to do an impersonation of the black woman and you just gave her Jesse Ventura's voice? No, I think I was doing the old guy, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were doing her voice, but you just gave her Jesse no, Ventura. No, she's, she's British, too. <laughs> She'd be like, well, if this is happening, then I don't understand. It's like, I, wait, what? what is going on? Why is Oliver Stone's son here? I don't understand it. Oh, God, yeah. Why are you Peace. getting into a windowless van? Like, you didn't, she didn't even knock and, like, open a door. She just opened the door and got in. Yeah. Some, talk about something you should never do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's an episode. Cool. I think unless um, unless you have any do you have any final thoughts on Andrew Basiago? Yeah, he's 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 even more interesting than I thought he was. I'll say that. And uh I'm I'm glad that he's still alive. And uh I I might write him in. There are a lot of videos if you search him. Yeah. Um, I will have to. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch a bunch of this. Um as we get closer to elect- the election, we might have to uh, yeah touch on it. Again. I hope I hope he wins now. Like I want, <laughs> I want fucking teleportation. How cool would that be? I mean, it would be pretty cool. You like, just don't want to come like, up like the bunch of goo at the end. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be like the first one to go. No, that yeah, that's pretty unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be like, be like the first guy. Like you sign up. Oh, what if, what if you, yeah, like, what if you won, like, a, a lottery or something? Why would I answer a lottery to time travel, like, to teleport? You wouldn't? No. Not if they're, like, trying new experimental <laughs> teleportation. Some people would. would I'd be like, fuck it. you. No, I like the, I like my dick on my, where my dick is supposed to go. Like, people, I don't want my dick anywhere else. Yeah, but by then you're going to be old, so you won't even need it. Like, look, if I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to be like, yeah, just fucking teleport. <laughs> It'd be like throwing you through, like, a bunch of razor blades. Yeah. You just come out the other side, just mush. Like, they're just like, well, sir, um, unfortunately, uh, your dick is now attached to your forehead. But the upside is the tumor that was killing you is now on your hip, and we can easily remove it. And I'm like, well, I guess whatever. <laughs> There you go. Can we move the dick off of my forehead onto my on, <laughs> no, onto, onto where it's supposed to be? And they're like, uh, "You can, but you just won't have an erection ever again." I'm like, "I wasn't getting erections anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I'm fucking 104. Just <laughs> just take it off my forehead, put it on where it's supposed to go, and then just put a couple <laughs> holes in there so I can use that penis pump thing. Like just." That's what I was using before. I was just using it. I was just taking my dick in the vacuum it. cleaner. Oh, God. The vacuum cleaner thing. Every couple of years, there's some jackass that tries to jerk himself off with the vacuum cleaner and ends up cutting off his dick. Uh, I, like, I feel like that wouldn't even feel good. Oh, no. People are so stupid. Yeah, like, yeah. Why would you? Uh, forget it. But yeah, Andrew Passaggio, search him on YouTube. Um, he's uh, just what a man. Yeah. Just what yeah. a what a man. I would oh like try God, to think of a slogan, but so fucking I... many videos. Well, it's it's a time for truth, is what it is. Oh yeah, that is it's a time. It's a time, a time for truth. Um, a time for truth. All right, that's it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
What am I famous for? Time travel. Make America time travel again. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, all right, that's it for But You're Wrong. I'm Keith Bordella. I'm Greg D. Nicola. Uh, remember, everyone, no regrets. And Andrew Basagio, still not as crazy as Donald Trump, I think. Same, same ballpark. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the But You're Wrong podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out on Twitter at BYW Podcast. You can also check us on Facebook at facebook.com slash but you're wrong. And if you have any grievances to air, be sure to email them to BYW Podcast at gmail.com.